nothing for the record and nothing to condemn Mr. Nelson Bridge Track by Track. I'm your host, Dan, and today we're going to be talking about Hard Rock Lover, and that is all one word from Hit and Run Phase One. Um, it was recorded in June 2015, according to Joshua Welton, and it was uploaded to the Third Eye Girl SoundCloud account on the 1st of July 2015. Um, and then, roughly 10 weeks later, Prince finally put it onto an album. Uh, this is, I think, the second out of three tracks that Prince had uploaded. Uh, during this time that eventually found their way onto Hit and Run Phase 1. There was a couple others that he uploaded that never actually got onto an album. Um, you know, even Phase 2, they didn't even get onto that. On the track, it is just Prince and Joshua Welton, and the track is 3 minutes 52, as it was originally uploaded. I think on Hit and Run Phase 1, it turns out to be about 3 minutes 42. I think it's about 10 seconds shorter, just due to the way that the CDs were mastered. And joining me to talk about today is Gina Radcliffe. Hello, Gina. Hello. Uh, yeah, so I remember Prince tweeting this out from the uh, Third Eye Girl Twitter account. Um, and, you know, just basically letting people know that there was a song out there for people to listen to and then going to SoundCloud and listening to it. And in my head thinking, did Prince have to do what everybody else has to do when they upload stuff to SoundCloud? Did he have to say it was, you know, uh, put all the kind of like information in for it so it can be uploaded properly? Uh, or did he get someone else in Paisley Park to do it? I don't know. Maybe he got Joshua Welton to do it since that was his, uh, you know, his uh, his kind of collaborator on this track. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I I I'm, I mean, I'm I don't want to tip my hat too early, but uh, I really love this song. <laughs> um, I remember listening to it like probably a couple of dozen times on SoundCloud. Um, I think I even had the link on my phone at the time, so I could literally just go straight to SoundCloud <laughs> and I had it bookmarked, and I could just listen to it wherever I was. Um, and I don't know. I just I I just love it because uh, you know in the production of it, Prince described that he you know he'd said to Joshua Welton he wanted something that was like a roller coaster, so he wanted something nice and quiet, um, and then it kind of erupts and then <laughs> it goes back to quiet, and then basically Prince was like reinventing the grunge dynamics from like twenty years earlier uh, of the loud quiet loud quiet, um, and you know basically as soon as Hard Rock Lover was done. As soon as they finished recording it, um, you know, Joshua Welton said about an hour after they'd done it, it was up on SoundCloud and, and out there. Um, and I feel like after like 20 something or 30 something years, that was basically what Prince always wanted to do was record music and get it out there as quickly as possible. <laughs> and, you know, this is kind of like, you know, maybe the, the kind of the quickest that he'd ever done that. Um, and, you know, it is, as the title describes, it is like a hard rock song. Like this is about as rocky as Prince has been in, you know, quite a while um you know and i i don't know i just i don't know i just really love this song i i love the kind of you know the kind of the quietness at the beginning the kind of just the the wash of um you know uh, uh, of kind of like synthesizers or whatever that noise is that's at the very beginning um and then you know just like kind of the way that prince has treated his voice so that you know there's kind of little echoes as he's singing certain lines um and then just when he sings the word scream and he literally does like a little wail on his guitar. And I don't know. I just love everything about this song. Yeah. I mean, he shreds his voice on those, uh, on the, on the, on those, on the screen parts. It's, it's 
pretty impressive. And, and uh, you know, as well, like, it's, I don't know, this this kind of, like, the quiet kind of opening with the, you know, there's nothing for the record and nothing to condemn. It's in between this waking life and R.E.M. Um, and, then, and then kind of we get into the, you know, the meat of it, which is you walked into the party and dared me to live up to her dreams. We better get it started. Turn my guitar up so we can make this woman scream. And I, you know, I can't do the scream like he does. I don't think, um, I don't think anybody when, could. I think you would like burst a blood, no. several blood vessels in your, <laughs> in your eyes if, you try, if anybody tried that. Yeah. And I just love kind of like the little trill on the guitar just as he says scream. Um, and he reiterates so I can make this woman scream and you kind of get the guitar and we get this kind of, you know, as it gets really loud with the guitar, it then immediately we get the kind of wash of synthesizer again and it goes quiet. Um, and I like the kind of echo that, we, you know, Prince is saying it's time to check your cell phone, Red Bull and Patron. Ain't no rapper trying to be a singer going to make a moan. And I kind of I like that, you know. Um, I don't know, it's been like about 30 years since Prince took a shot at rappers, but I, I like that he's, this kind of rapper trying to be a singer is still something that he occasionally will throw a little dig out there. Uh, and, you know, the kind of irony that, you know, SoundCloud obviously is now known as like, I don't know, a genre of rapper is like <laughs> SoundCloud rappers. Um, all of them with Lil in the front of their name and all of them with way too many face tattoos. Um and so, I don't know, I find it funny that Prince is using SoundCloud to take a shot at rappers when, you know, that will effectively become, you know, a place where a lot of rappers get their start. Um, and, you know, we get this, I don't know, like a like kind of a wah effect as he sings Sharday and Babyface. R&B ain't got no place, better put some hard rock on and you better cover your ears because you're about to hear a woman just scream. And I don't know. I like that he's concerned for our hearing. But, you know, like... <laughs> that's, that's thoughtful. He's going to, I got totally picture going to a Prince concert and they hand out, you know, little, little, you know, little purple ear, earplugs, you know, that, that have his, yeah. you know, have his logo on them. That, that's a seems like, you know, an extra step that he would take. Yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, as it gets to hard rock lover, you know, put these in because, you know, you're about to hear a woman just scream. And instead of saying, you know, so I can make this woman scream as he did the first time around, he just literally says the word scream again as he, he has this kind of uh, guitar solo going on. Um, and then we kind of get to the, the you know, the, the, the uh, you know, the bridge where Prince is singing. Uh, she said, if I don't ever get to kiss you, I'm really going to make a scene. Uh, I said, damn, you just want me to be another ripping your jeans. And I love when he goes, that's when I ordered. And he kind of does this little kind of, I don't know how to describe it, like a little roll on the guitar. As he says, strawberries, chocolate and whipped cream. Uh, I turned, My guitar turned up and this woman just, and of course I can't do it the same way he does, screamed, 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 screamed. Um, and when he gets to the final kind of like scream, that's where we get the kind of the, the main, like uh, the main kind of riff. Uh, which is that kind of like wow 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 that kind of that comes after he's done the, the last screamed, and then he kind of goes into this kind of what what eventually becomes like the you know the refrain for the rest of the song, which is like she likes to party hard, she's a hard rock lover, and he kind of treats his voice so hard rock lover is kind of a little harder to make out, um, and you know we just then get this repetition of party hard, she's a hard rock lover, <laughs> and it kind of just keeps building between those two things. And he kind of slows his voice down as well when he sings Party Hard and then has She's a Hard Rock Lover kind of through uh, like a vocoder effect. And it just kind of keeps going back and forth between those until we get to the end of the song where on the original, which was on, um, you know, uh, on uh, on SoundCloud, it kind of just, you know, faded out a little bit at the end. 
Uh, but on the album version, it kind of runs into the next song on the album, um, and in the same way that the previous song kind of just cut, you know, kind of cuts into the beginning of this song. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I love this song, <laughs> um, just for everything that Prince is doing on it. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's it's a it's a it's an occasionally silly but mostly really you know, really entertaining song. And it is a little it is a little weird to hear you know a, a man in his fifties talking about have someone liking to party hard, <laughs> but but on the other hand, you know, he was sort of ageless at that point, and you know could get could get away with that more than a lot of. Uh, a lot of his contemporaries could have. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, I think that, you know, it's a, a little bit telling that obviously, you know, like Prince is talking about partying hard. Um, and, you know, uh, 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 you know, within, I don't know, what was it like less than a year later? Um, you know, he, he had, you know, he, he, he passed away. And so it's like, I, I don't know, it makes you think how much of that kind of like partying hard, uh, you know, was kind of, I don't know, kind of factored into you know kind of the painkillers and stuff that he was kind of reliant on uh towards the end of his life um you know it, that's just something that kind of comes into your mind a little bit but i don't know i love this song five out of five from me um you know i listened to it like i said dozens of times when it was on soundcloud um and then once i got the album you know this is probably my favorite track on this album and i just love prince singing the words hard rock lover over and over again because there is a i i guess i mean i don't know you could take it as something else being hard and that's why he's a hard rock lover um but i i, I don't know at the same time the fact that the track is like clearly a rock song yeah i, I don't prince... think i don't think he's i don't think he's he's trying for too many metaphors here i think he actually is talking about <laughs> She really enjoys rock music. <laughs> yeah, but I but I like as well how it, you know in in his later years Prince did kind of ease up a little bit on the you know on how kind of um, you know how kind of locked down he'd become after you know his conversion. Uh, but I still kind of like that if people challenged him on this, he could say, "Look, it's she's she loves you know she's a lover of hard rock." That's I'm not trying to say anything else, but I guess we all kind of know what he's talking about. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I I love a lot of the songs on these 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 kind of final two albums and, and you know, this is probably my favourite out of kind of the last twenty or so tracks that Prince put out. Um so yeah, clear five out of five from me. Yeah, I I I'll give I'll give it a I'll, yeah, five out of five. I was gonna say I'll be you know, I was gonna say a four, but like, yeah, you know what, this this is this is a fun song. You know, with with this song being recorded like twelve months before his death uh, you know, and this being, you know, uh, your final appearance on this podcast, uh, I feel like we do kind of have to talk a little bit about Prince's death. And, you know, do you kind of uh, recall, you know, like how you heard about Prince's death or, you know, uh, where you were when you heard about it? Well, lately, over the past couple of years, I feel like I am constantly at work when I hear stuff like about like this happening. Um, uh it was a that was a weird time because it was the same year that David Bowie died. It was the same year that George Michael died, and and I'm a little bit older than you, and and it's just like you know, just kind of one existential crisis after another. That like that like you know every person from uh you know every every musical icon from my youth was just suddenly just dying from out of nowhere, and and. You know, again, to you know, I'm, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm not obviously not the first person to to bring this up, but you know, when you think of someone like Prince and, and David Bowie, those they don't seem like they could have ever died. There were just something so ethereal and otherworldly about them that that 
you know, you, you would assume that they they don't die. They just sort of you know they, they they go back to the mothership at some point, or they or they, you know, they just you know go to another plane of reality. You just you know you can't imagine them just not being in the world anymore. It doesn't it doesn't seem to it, it doesn't seem to compute. And, and and again, I mean, there you know there had been rumors that he hadn't been well, that he had been struggling with you know a a, a you know painkiller addiction. But at the same time, not to sound cynical, but it's like, but what you know, you you know, what musician in their you know getting close to sixty you know probably wasn't dealing with a lot of like pain management and and you know struggling with you know unhealthy methods to maybe keep them on the road and able to perform and and able to keep recording it's you know, it was not unusual but i guess nobody really got how bad it was for him until you know obviously the the unthinkable happened and i think it's also worth saying as well like you know uh kind of like the, the reason it was a bit more shocking in you know in, in the, the kind of when it happened with prince was um you know uh, from like you know he released 2010 in 2010 and then he didn't release another album for like four years, um, and and he toured, but only kind of intermittently uh, in that period because he was putting together Third Third Eye Girl and and all that kind of stuff. So for the final kind of like eighteen months of his life, he was doing a lot of touring. Like he was all over the place. Uh, you know, there was a couple of occasions when he came over here, and people were like, "Should we go see Prince?" And by the time I'd said yes, the tickets for the venues had sold out because he was doing like a, a number of smaller venues. Um, and so it was kind of like you know he was all of a sudden kind of out there promoting you know like he'd released you know four albums in the space of like 18 months and it's it felt like oh you know this you know this is like kind of you know uh prince figuring out you know how to you know how to use the new media and kind of release stuff you know he'd obviously made a deal with hit and run phase one so it was exclusive to tidal and it felt like, oh, you know, now he's figured that out. Now he's figured that, you know, he can use Tidal and, you know, it'll pay him proper money for, you know, kind of releasing his records. It felt like he was about to enter another period of, you know, releasing a lot of new material. Um, you know, and even in between Hit and Run Phase 1 and 2, he'd really, you know, he'd just tweeted out occasionally as he would do, you know, here's a link to another single. And it would be like a custom website that would just have one song on and you could just listen to that song and that was it. And it was up for a couple of months and then it was gone. Um, and so it felt like he was, you know, back in the studio and recording a lot more stuff. Um, you know, the stuff, you know, he was on SNL uh, kind of in uh, in like November 2014 and did like, you know, a, an almost nine minute performance with Third Eye Girl. And it was like, you know, it felt like he was kind of getting himself back into the mainstream. Um, and then obviously, you know, uh, you know, the, I think the weekend before the weekend uh, during the week which he died, like about 10 days before, um, obviously his plane had been diverted, you know, in between two gigs and he'd gone to hospital and you know at the time it was it was given as pneumonia which i have no doubt it probably you know might have been pneumonia related um and and then you know like obviously you know on that thursday you know he was he was found and you know at first it was like someone has been found at paisley park and then later on that became oh it was prince and i kind of remember earlier in the day with the you know someone at paisley park has been found and people being like oh well it's you know it's not prince it's just somebody else and then kind of, you know, the disbelief that it was Prince. And it took a little while, I think, before it was confirmed when people were like, oh, you know, whoever the, you know, whoever it is in, in you know, in uh, Shanhassen who had to confirm that obviously, you know, released a statement to the press or something. And then, you know, that's when everybody kind of knew. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, both of us are kind of fairly active on various social media. And I think as soon as it was kind of confirmed, 
that was the only thing that you were seeing <laughs> on oh, yeah. social media like yeah. that day. And everybody um, was like, oh, share your favorite Prince moments. And, and I had a friend that said, oh, I, uh, you know, I, I, I had a friend comment, uh, um, oh, I lost, I lost my virginity to a Prince song. And I'm like, he would have wanted it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's the thing as well, is like, not only do you kind of remember, you know, the, like the event, but you also remember the social media reaction to that event. And I think that's probably one of the things that happened in 2016, you know, way too frequently was not just famous people dying, but the entire social media being consumed by their deaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, the inevitable stupid backlash of, you know. Yeah, I mean, 2016 was just like, that was like, you know, everybody's everybody's dying. We, we don't know what's happening, but every, <laughs> but everybody is dying. Yeah, I think the, the, I can't even remember, but I think there was a there was a headline somewhere which said like you know throughout the year there was like eighty high profile celebrity deaths, and that's like that feels like more that you know like obviously you know celebrities will die and, and people will be like oh they always come in threes, so people kind of group them in whatever three that they most recently heard. Um, but I I think it is kind of interesting that like that year was it was so many, um, and it did feel like as well. I mean. You know, you're reaching an inevitable point where the people of a certain generation are all at, at the age when they're going to start dying. Um, and, you know, so there there is going to come there's going to come a point in about 15 years time where, you you know, Tom Hanks is going to be dying and, you know, Harrison Ford and who like there's going to be high, like really high profile people that are all going to be dying roughly around the same time because they're all they're all of the same generation. Um, but it, when you have these unexpected deaths like David Bowie, you know, which was obviously was from cancer and, you know, Prince and, you know, uh, Alan Rickman, I think, as well, was in between them as well. <laughs> so there's like, yes, yeah, yeah. you know, so and I, and I think uh, Carrie Fisher was the end of 2016. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's like all these like, like not just like famous just iconic people and i don't know i like with prince it was just one of those things where for certainly a few a few days it was like this is this just doesn't seem like it <laughs> like i feel like you know on the friday afterwards i was waking up going i don't think prince is actually dead like i'm sure this is just something that i'm imagining yeah this does, um, yeah it doesn't seem like a, like a, like i said before it, just, it didn't seem possible prince was literally born within eight weeks of madonna and michael jackson and i don't think anyone was thinking that by the time we got to the year 2019 you know only madonna would be the one the, the one of the three that's alive yeah. at time of recording yeah i don't know what's going to happen to madonna between now and this episode going do, up, do, so. do not curse uh, do not curse her <laughs> i'm not a huge I'm, I'm not a huge madonna fan but i need some people from my childhood just to stay alive a little longer <laughs> yeah um so yeah i don't know it's it's such it's such a weird thing and then also you know the fact that he was putting out stuff like this where it's like you know hard rock lover just feels like a great song and it's like oh i you know i look forward to another few albums of this but unfortunately uh you know it wasn't to be so anyway i feel like we said about as much as we can about hard rock lover and uh, you know uh, once more discussing Prince's death as will become inevitable towards the end of this podcast. Anyway, um, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Gina? Uh, yeah, I am the co-host of the Kill by Kill podcast in which we talk about horror movies, uh, focusing on the characters and you know, odd, little, odd little details. Um, we are just getting into the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Uh, I also write for The Spool, um, which we do movies and television and film writing in general. And I have my own website in which I write about old television and also more about movies and pop culture. And that's under GinaRadcliffe.com. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track. Or you could 
follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can even email at PrinceTriboTrack at gmail.com. Not sure why you would. Um, thanks once more for being my guest here, Gina. Oh, thank you. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And otherwise, goodbye. It's June.